Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. Hello, everybody. What an aptly named podcast for this week, isn't it? Hellworld. Because we always one. Get it, it always is. Yeah. yeah. Zing. <laughs> Zing got him. We're having and, a good week. <laughs> yes. And his enemies call him the beast of the bedroom, but we call him the mysterious L. Oh, my beautiful babies. Wow. I was expecting Mike Rains to start talking about my bedroom proficiencies all of a sudden. <laughs> no, because you just gave me the razzle-dazzle about my nickname for that asshole last week. So I figured your enemies also give you a, a, a nickname that makes you incredible in their it's eyes. That's true. I mean, Beast of the Bedroom is a great one because it, it like, I feel like up top, it has the implication that you want. But if you dig into it, it's just like, wait a minute. What does that actually it's mean? Like sex rod God. It's like sex rod God or whatever. Sex God or God. Yes. yes. <laughs> because let, let's be real. Sloth is a beast. You know? Yes. L- l- like if D&D had to tag the animal sloth, it would be beast. Yep. And uh, in that regard, oh, yeah, baby, I'm the, I'm the beast of the bedroom. You better believe it. <laughs> Uh, I, I, that just reminded me of the like the German cards of Magic the Gathering that would be like, Kretor Beastie, and like that was just a running bit for us for a long time. Was oh just... yeah, dude, what was it? Was it Blastoderm, the original yes. creature Beastie? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I was dealing with uh, cable companies for the past hour. And the thing that was really funny with that was that both uh, DirecTV and Comcast, when you go to their like their package plans for stuff you can order from them, they both prominently feature Playboy television on their lists. And I'm just like, nice. who, who is this for? Like 60 year olds. Apparently, I'm like, you, you, you do know the internet exists, right? This is free now. You get it, right? The people that are willing to pay to see Booba will pay to see Booba a lot, apparently. I mean, like, look at the old cottage industry of OnlyFans. Like, I feel like OnlyFans is being supported by a small number of whales that support a lot of different OnlyFans models. <laughs> probably true we support sex workers you pay you pay for sex yeah, i mean i, <laughs> I mean you do whatever but, I, you do yeah, whatever yeah, but, but, i'm just saying you know, it's good habit <laughs> yeah but yeah no, tip, uh, your, tip your yeah. server you know i was actually just talking with some co-workers yesterday about it. it's just like isn't it still fucking crazy that prostitution is illegal and therefore mad dangerous like what are we doing especially right. because you see you see states like uh, you see states like massachusetts they're just like raking in like 20 percent or more off the top of marijuana sales and tax revenue it's like dude Make it legal, make it safe, and then tax it, baby. Tax it. People go pay. Tax the shit out of it. I I, I have actually seen people uh, posting on the internet about how uh, sex works needs to be decriminalized and not legalized. Because if you do like legalize sex work, then like big sex will come in and like yeah, take control. credit card removed and shit. Right, and like it's just like you'll—they're gonna like the, the, you're just gonna have big business being involved in prostitution, and like nobody wants that. And it's just—I was I like, yeah, I kind of want that. Well, I mean, I don't want prostitution in general. It's just not my bag. But if it were to be my bag, like I don't know, if you give me the legit option at this point in my life, I'm a sheep. I'll—I'll I'll probably take the—I'll probably go the legit path. Like I don't have a weed guy anymore. You know, I have a—I have a weed store that I legally oh, go bummer. to. That's a bummer. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, do, I have a weed guy. If I, if I like, I still know my weed guy. I mean, let's let's be let's Take not get weed guy. crazy. But, but you know, weed guy should come back. I am tired of this corporate weed. I'm saying it now. I think that we. Uh, I think the best weed is homegrown. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's legal here, so I'm allowed to say that. Um, oh, so uh, yeah, it's great. We love our local weed dealers. The shit at the dispensary, it's like always getting, at least here in Arizona, like, oh, recall because it's got some fucking salmonella ass fucking shit that shouldn't be in it. Like, why the fuck? What the fuck are we doing? Just buy from your homie. Uh, and also you're supporting homies. It's like supporting the arts. But for yeah, me. I don't know how to I don't know how to break this to you, Haley, but I don't think the Arizona experience is like indicative of the regular person experience. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you, it's Texas true. and Florida are probably simpatico on a lot of stuff, but as Southwest. far as the rest of the world, like yeah. All right, that. I'll go. I'll should go hit up your weed. Oh, I mean, no, no, I'm not talking about the quality of your weed. I'm talking about the quality of your weed. You know what I mean? The fact that, like, it will have, like, salmonella accidentally mixed Oh, I don't know if it was salmonella, but it does have, like, we do always get, like, recall some bullshit in it. Some recall or whatever. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah, this will kill you. It'll kill you, and I get you high. You know, and it's like, what the fuck? Maybe that's just because the wrong people are in charge of your government and standards are lax. Oh, you know, that's... That's the problem. That's what I meant. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'd like you know. D- 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 I've been smoking California weed for a long time. Don't get me wrong. I know how good West Coast weed is. You don't got to sell me on it. <laughs> also, the people that like run the dispensaries are like the worst people of all time. Usually, it's just like the the most. It's just like some Scottsdale asshole who's like, I was able to afford this at the right time, and yeah, it kind of sucks. Unionize. There's a lot of u- unionization efforts uh, here uh, at the dispensaries. So. You know, that's a good. Do you have a lot of like women in their early sixties selling weed and turquoise out of the same shop? Is that is that a thing? Uh, not. It's usually like like pretty hot tattoo guys and like pretty hot tattooed ladies <laughs> at the dispensaries here. That's kind uh, of the so, genre. So, uh, the local one I go to has some attractive employees uh, of various genders, but more distressingly for me personally, it's also staffed by several people that I knew a decade ago when they were like 13 and they were shopping at the electronic store I worked at. So I will, I uh, like, I'll go there to pick up my, uh, my accoutrement and they'll be like, or the first time they were just like, Oh shit, it's Leo. Do you remember me? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, actually I do. You shopped at my store, right? It was like, yeah, dude, that's crazy. You, like I was, that store was like my childhood, man. It went downhill after you left. And I was just like, Oh God, I don't want to be remembered for working retail. Please. Please at least remember me as the guy that buys weed off of you. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather be a degenerate than a retail slave, please. Yeah, well, please. I mean, also, like, in, in what world is smoking weed degeneracy? I mean, Not, I don't know. Only, like, to Charlie Kirk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. All the, all the people I know that smoke weed are, like, pretty pretty relaxed and non-threatening. <laughs> kind of a trend, you know? Yeah time to do pot and then go shoot people time to probably no weed. one yeah <laughs> I, 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 like the, cigarettes. I just like the idea of just like pot is like so laid back i love the idea of scheduled pot you're like oh shit <laughs> it's six o'clock gotta do my pot now oh. that's 420 oh man no, yeah i was about to say nobody tell mike uh raids about 420 you know <laughs> oh, yeah, mike is straight edge but i mean like 420 is a bit is it, like, i mean i understand no, you just smoke, you smoke, you smoke, you smoke. i mean yeah. 420 I, I, is mostly a bit 
But it's a bit, but I do smoke. Usually sometimes. when I notice it's 420, I'm like, sometimes. hey, 420. Specifically yep. on April 20th, sometimes it's it, it elevates from beyond bit to excuse. I got in trouble <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> I got in trouble for, in middle school because like, I had like a doctor's appointment on a 420. And the, the the school thought I ditched because I was like, I was smoking the devil's lettuce. And so they called me into the office because they thought that's why I ditched. And it's like, I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Yeah, well, go- going through high school, uh, I'm sure that I'm sure the audience is scintillated by this talk of weed smoking or whatever. But <laughs> it, it's 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 our ten minutes of fun structured conversation time. We'll use it however the fuck we want. This is uh, where we get to know each other. We've never known each other before. This is a you're, yeah. You're, I spent, you're... <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm sure that a lot of my teachers in just knew that I was like coming in to class high occasionally. But thankfully, I looked out like a couple of years and uh, had. Uh, like math class in the morning with the teacher who didn't have a license and rode his bike to school because he had like got DUIs and stuff and that we would like catch like high and drunk outside of school. And then by the time I got to my senior year, uh, you know, we had isolated the cool teachers. I just kind of started smoking weed with them. Yeah. My high school experience is apparently different than a lot of folks. As we had a stoner wall. See, once we got to high school, there was a designated stoner wall. It was literally right across from the school. So you could still, still hear the bell. And we had teachers that were like, okay, kids, time to come to class. Like, stop smoking your weed. You know, uh, it was great. You know, and then you come in fucking class and your eyes are fucking red as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got a lot of. Uh, I don't want to dox myself too hard, but uh, we'll, we'll. If you ever want to hear anybody some of my crazier high school like little brief anecdotes, we can. We'll do that during our we'll unstructured, unstructured time previous to the recording or post recording. That that'll be the deep cut bonus content that the listeners don't get. get yeah, right, listeners, or you have to pay big bucks. It's our big unstructured, bucks. unstructured conversation time. We'll use however the fuck we want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh yeah well i i hope you liked it when it was light and fluffy because it's gonna get progressively worse over here on out uh so <laughs> to, to, to the, you the hypothetical listener who is complaining that i keep addressing yeah uh okay unstructured time over let's get to the boosh it's time for a light sampling of insanity get ready for the amuse boosh so Mike Rains usually tosses me the booshes and the headlines, and I usually like give them a little punch up and then post them back in our in our group for for our amusement. Uh, and that leads to situations where I'm just sort of wrong about what we're about to talk to, which is always fun. And then I usually yell at Mike Rains for it. Uh, or in cases like this, I won't even take a stab at it because all I could do is my best guess. Uh, Mike said that uh, Vivek was being uh, a piece of shit or sucking. Uh, and I don't super know what or who that is. Is that the rapping the guy? guy? Yeah. yeah. Vivek, is he, is he the guy that Eminem was like, please stop rapping yes. my raps? Okay, gotcha. Nice. Yeah. I did it. I remembered a thing. He kind of blew up after the debates because he was like trying to be a little little griper type shit poster while up there and kind of doing like weird things. Like, did you see, did you see him do the fingers? I didn't see the finger thing. Yeah, yet. there was like a part where you'd see him like going like this to the candidate next to him, like for the <laughs> listeners just doing like magic fingers at him. Um, <laughs> I, think it, I think it sucks that Chris Christie took our DeSantis playbook of like actually being the one to say that Trump sucks and that he's a failure and a loser because it's like, no, Chris Christie. But you have to understand the playbook only works if you like have a shot. Like, right. I mean, like it's cool that you're on team Trump sucks, but like it's it, like that play's only going to work if you have juice. And you, sir. Have no juice. You're My king. He's been on MSNBC all week, and it's like you know you're doing great in the Republican 
primary on your on MSNBC all week. Yeah, MSNBC is like the the fucking rainbow bridge between the real news networks and like OAN and shit. It's like uh, <laughs> that, that that that's the level of respect MSNBC has. Oh. MSB, MSC's, MSNBC's tagline is "Yeah, we're still on." You're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh, really crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, all, I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of ads because we have that bleed over from New Hampshire to like no- basically North Massachusetts, so that media market bleeds over a lot. So I'm seeing a lot of ads for Christie for president. And, like my favorite thing is they have this like uh, the this quote that appears on the screen that says Christie could easily beat Joe Biden, <laughs> and it's like, boy, man, yeah, sure thing. I need one of those stickers. <laughs> I need some of that merch. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah. yeah. Who, who's the target demographic for those ads? Christian yeah. should lean into his Italianness and be like kind of a Tony Soprano about it, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I think it would be better. I think it would, it would work. Yeah, those ads, <laughs> those ads are for his demographic and other dimensions where he has yeah. a, at, like even a sliver of a fucking hope of ever getting like to smell the presidency of the United States of America. You know? Yeah. So, like, uh, he'll never even be in the Oval Office. It's never going to no. happen. No, not even so, on a tour. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you may not enter. No, so so anyhow, uh, our boy Vivek who has so much juice that we're not even talking about him. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is basically a younger, shittier version of Trump in the sense that he's a rich asshole. He's like Blake the- Masters. You remember yeah. Blake? Oh, you yeah. know, God, Blake, the sociopath from your beloved state of Arizona. I, I but, feel like I had there, there's probably one pretty big difference between Blake, the Aryan master. Ray yeah, master, but they're kind of like in the same nationalist <laughs> thing, you know, like tech bro nationalist shit posting online piece of shit. It's I'm a really similar aesthetic they're going for, minus the skin color but vivek's like hella leaning into the white supremacy shit because he has to um continue i'm sorry (laughs) yeah so uh vivek is now is the new hotness he had a bump in the polls from like two to like five or whatever after the debate so people are actually digging into this guy to see what an absolute scumbag he is and if you don't know what an absolute scumbag he is boy howdy is he incredible so the way this guy made his massive big bucks was uh, basically he bought a failed Alzheimer's drug from GlaxoSmithKline. Then after he bought this drug, he had his mom, who was a doctor, rework one of the studies that was done on it that showed that it was dog shit and then repurpose the study to make it look like this might work. This might actually slow the progression of Alzheimer's in people. And then with this new fake study that his his mom, who was on his board and other rich backers created, he ran on television and talked mad shit about how great this drug was and how, how everyone needs to jump in on this drug and get in and in, in buy into his company. And Man, didn't, did. go, didn't Elizabeth Holmes go to jail for something similar? Like what pretty the much. Fuck? What yes. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So he did all this shit, made a uh, mountain of money in investors buying into it. And then the uh, next level of clinical trial came out. Drug was a total failure, did absolutely nothing. And the stock of the company lost 99% of its value in a single day. Uh, So this was taking advantage of like the most vulnerable fucking people. How evil. 
Yeah, this was this was literally a pump and dump scheme based around false hope that he had a cure for Alzheimer's or at least a treatment that was effective against it. So literally everything about this guy is absolute scumbaggery. And on top of that, the man also has no idea how the American government works. When pressed on the issue of what Mike Pence did on January 6th and if it was right or not, uh, Vivek apparently declared that Mike Pence should have initiated same-day voting with a photo ID and like and outlawing mail-in ballots, which I didn't know the vice president had fiat control like Mike over. Mike Pence voting law initiate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are now under voting law. You are now voting under Pence law. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he has previously also stated that probably the voting age needs to be raised from 18 to somewhere around 25 because young people are stupid and vote wrongly and badly. So everything about this guy is absolute scum. And to that meme of like a fucking Doogie Hauser touching that alien's forehead, looking back (laughs) over his shoulder and being like, they feel fear. It's like, yeah, you better believe you want to raise them fucking voted agents there, chief. Because yeah. your whole political party is aging out. You're <laughs> you're eroding, like, every coastline because of the climate change that you deny. You yes. fucks. <laughs> uh, did, uh, someone said um, that you, you're supposed to, like, conform your issues and your stances to the electorate. And what Republicans are actually doing is trying to conform the electorate to fit their standards, their yeah. issues. So it's just like, oh, the wrong people are voting. Well, they just don't get the eliminate vote that. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't wait until I see the day when my views are considered to be the views of like a right wing crank because because the, <laughs> the, the, the goals have just the goalposts have just moved so much. Yeah. Hopefully like, we when, get there when, one when, day. When I feel medical like we're science the wrong somehow... one for right now. Yes, yeah. I, I, I have faith in us because yes, I, because good, I feel like good, if we good, if, good, if, if we ever good. if we ever trigger too far in the other direction, then get we'll me just, out of this like, doomer hole. The, the the nukes will just start flying, and that'll be a wash on that. So I feel like you know, no matter who wins, we win. <laughs> I I feel like the I feel like the conservative hellscape conservatives want for us is just unsustainable. You know, I mean, it's, it's like smash cut to like Judge Dredd style future. It's like. Who, who who's 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 doing that? Who's, who's signing up for that? I don't think so. I don't know about all that, Chief. I, I've always I've always loved things like that, where like the the dystopian future world, how the bad guys get in power and hold it, is never really explained. Like in Handmaid's Tale, it's like, and then the bad guys took America over and started Gilead, and it's like, how'd they do that? It's like, shut up, shut up. We just need a premise. And it's like, okay, it's like the same thing of like the Hunger Games. It's like a war happened and now the bad people kill kids for fun. How? Why? It's like, shut up. Just work with the premise. It's like, how did the Hunger Games end? Oh, there was a revolution that overthrew the bad people. Why did the revolution wait 200 years? The revolution would have been instantaneous if those people were that shit. So it's just like. <laughs> Maybe it just took 200 years to finish. Yeah. I do. Have, I do have faith. Humanity has proven time and time again that it is capable of generating the the sort of people to just remind the masses of pores that they can at any moment just like actually just be like, hey, you know that we could just like kill all the people that we don't well, like because there's like a jillion of us, right? Also, like, just like I think there is some mass that, movement that, that happening. Like French spirit. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the the labor movement is having some pretty good gains right now. Um, I would like to believe that 
we were well more people will wake up to what's happening to the lgbtq stuff right now and start like showing up to you know a few more things and mm, bashing nazi skulls figuratively um because it's getting a little wild at some places but are we allowed to say these things? <laughs> we're, 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 we're a comedy podcast. We're comedy. It's funny. You can say. You can say. You can. Hey, if 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 dickheads like Ricky Gervais can make edgy humor, uh, fucking punching down at the trans community. You bitches ever hear a free speech? You know, certainly I hear that make edgy humor, humor talking about how Nazis suck and should be bashed metaphorically. I'm just, you don't have to like be violent, but just like show up and tell them, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I may, I may have ranted a lot, but I, I would like to re- remind my co-hosts even more than the listeners that I was talking about humanity producing somebody to unite the poors to kill the riches and the hypothetical scenario where they make it judge dread future yeah currently i would certainly never recommend such a thing that would be terrible (laughs) please listen this is area my voice as i make a direct appeal to you call to action do not overthrow your masters your masters are pretty sweet actually ah I, I just every time Haley talks about like stepping up for the LGBTQ plus community, I just feel it. I, I just feel like she's judging me. I just feel like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not judging I'm not, anybody here. No, but I'm just saying. I'm just like I'm sorry. I missed the meeting. I had a cold. I apologize. I'll no, I don't mean that. you at all. I just mean in general the the yeah, your communities in right. risk right now. Yeah, I'm you just, know. I'm, yeah. No, no I mean just, that 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 is a good feeling to have because you know you're you're you're, you're white cishet powers have to come with at least some incredibly minor white cishet drawback which is just like (laughs) essentially a minor pang of white guilt if you're willing to be a reasonable person right you can ignore it by just being a not reasonable person but if you're just like you know i'd like to actually be like a cool regular person it's just like okay well then you just need to feel guilty about pretty much every facet of your life you're like okay fair I, yeah. I, you know, I guess I, I did. I wouldn't say I earned it, but I will. I did. I did earn it by birth. So let's let's rock. You know, yeah. I don't even think people have to feel feel guilty about things. You just, you know, just try to do your best. Just try to do your guilt. best, everybody. I think, I think guilt is. Healthy. No, if you if you're if you're into that, if you're if you you got a little bit of a. I think a little, little bit, pay, bit of guilt a pain is pig, you, you I think a little bit. Of, I think a little bit of, uh, <laughs> of pettiness is is good for the blood. I, I think I think a little pettiness helps keep you sharp. <laughs> like, like i like i think that's what you miss from a lot of like uh like the the, the let's live on a commune off the grid people like they, they lose the little the the little pieces of them like that make you sharp you know what i mean and that's fine that's what they want they want to ha- they want to sand off their edges and be like one with everybody but i want to keep those pointy edges i want to have a little bit of pettiness and a little bit of like guilt and a little yeah, bit of punk. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm true punks. Anyway, <laughs> it's so hard to want to talk about this Vivek guy. Okay, so it uh, really so- is. It's just like he sucks. Yeah. He did say a lot of racist it. shit during the Jacksonville shooting, but we haven't gotten to that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll be talking about that later. So aside from being shitty, why are we talking about this clown? Is he Q affiliated? Like, who's who's this Joker? Why why are we talking about him? Uh, well, the fun thing is, is that beyond the fact that he's like the new hotness in the Republican Party, he's actually now being kind of attacked by the QAnon community because they saw his poll numbers again. He's he's perilously getting close to double digits in some things. So that means that he might be an enemy to the God Emperor. 
And so people have now brought up the fact that he uh, took a uh, Soros scholarship to get into college. Uh, he's affiliate. He's been affiliated with the World Economic Forum. So now his uh, right wing bona fides are being questioned by the nutball community. And uh, he's being seen as kind of like a Trojan horse who's trying to slip in the controlled opposition to the Republican Party to try to pry off support away from the God Emperor, the true savior of America, Donald J. Trump. So it's just really funny that that's like where they've gone, where for a little while Vivek was cool and hip and, oh, he's doing Eminem. This is great. Now they're just sort of like, wait a minute. He might be getting a little too cool, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, but. Everybody in this base is a racist nut job. So doesn't Donald Trump just have to do like a single Apu accent and just like <laughs> kill this guy, just like reach out and like break his political neck? I think Trump will hire him. I think yeah. he's kind of going for like a cabinet seat. Yeah. yeah, this is an audition for Vivek. He's 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 trying he's he's auditioning for the God Emperor. He wants like do we know Trump sees it that way? Because a lot of the times Trump just acts like a stupid animal. <laughs> and I feel like a stupid animal would see all these bitches as pretenders to the throne, you know? That would be their mindset. It would just be like, How dare these how dare these weak cucks come after me? I'm Donald fucking Trump. My hands are massive. My sexual prowess is beyond reproach. I'm six foot three and two hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All of these things are true. You know, Trump, he 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 called Ted Cruz's wife like a fucking dog ugly bitch. And Ted Cruz is like, yes, my king. So he he can shit on Vivek all he wants and Vivek will still take a seat. Oh, I would yeah. imagine. I, I, that I totally believe. Yeah, that, that's actually a good way of looking at it. Yeah, my, my, my favorite Donald Trump. Shit on me, my king. Thank you. My favorite Donald Trump coming after somebody was like coming after John McCain for being a prisoner of war i was just like how is it possible for any republican to be on board with that like just be like yeah captured. you know who fuck, you know who fucking sucks war heroes what a bunch of fucking losers <laughs> what a bunch of people who sacrifice large portions of their life for a fucking government in a whole in a different country you know wild like, lost okay. arizona yeah y'all y'all motherfuckers are wild in arizona that's what i'm saying you florida and texas are like you guys are forming your own different united states even if even if it's not happening on paper you know yeah you guys might as well be a different country well i mean arizona is like trying to drag themselves to reality mostly because of the fact that arizona is trapped in a pincer between california colorado and new mexico and we're mainly a big city it's yeah. Phoenix, and then you got all these little rural places, and then like Tucson. I will, say that, I will say that the future is positive for uh, Arizona and any state uh, that borders California, if only because as California continues to get just absolutely destroyed by Mother Nature, those liberals are going to have to flee somewhere. And you know, <laughs> we had hurricane weather last week. Hurricane yeah. weather. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we've got listeners in Florida who are going to be like, hey, uh, talk to me about hurricane weather. I know. know, I feel bad bringing it up, but it was just like, what? What is this? (laughs) It like cooled down for a bit, which it it was kind of nice for like a couple days not to discourage the hurricane or, you know, uh, make light of the hurricane. But uh, dust off a joke from like eight years ago. It's too tsunami for that joke. Remember that joke? (laughs) Remember that from when Fukushima happened? People were like, hey. <laughs> no, I don't. It's too tsunami. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, the, 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 the boosh gets longer every week because, wow, we can't stay on topic even a little. Uh, boosh, boosh number two. Uh, Mike oh, says it rocks. to me. I don't, again, don't know what it means. 
Magic colon the Griftening, a play on Magic colon the the Gathering, and uh, a frequent thing we confuse Marjorie Taylor Greene for anti-Semitism, the Gathering. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's just the regular version, isn't it? Oh, is it really? I've never <laughs> no, they, 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 they banned all the offensive cards oh, and tried okay. to distance themselves from them and issued an apology. Yeah, uh, so. There's a guy who runs an account called Illuminati Bot, and Illuminati Bot is like one of the biggest accounts on Twitter. It has like a trillion followers. It is deeply shameful that it exists. It got Wendy uh, Rogers. It got Wendy should, Rogers in trouble here. Sorry, yeah, real quick, yeah. because yeah. he posted that out of context photo earlier, and it's just like now I know what we're talking about. Okay, now you go. Sorry, sorry, but Wendy Rogers got like kind of in trouble here in Arizona, Senate state senator. Um, because she shared a video from that account that was like just a video of Hunter Biden's cock. <laughs> and it yep. was just like zooming in on it. And we have like revenge porn law here. And it was like, uh, that might violate it. So she got in trouble like actually a little bit and had yeah, to remove too. it. Find somebody who looks at you the way that everybody of the Republican Party looks at Hunter Biden's penis, you know? They're all very, in- when it, even when it's not around, they're asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the poochie of American politics. So, I've seen it so much. I've seen yeah. this so much. So, I've seen it zero times. It's the yeah. best part about not engaging with any of this nonsense, really. Good for you. Okay, yeah. sorry. Mike. Okay, so uh, Illuminati <laughs> Bot, who has 1.2 million followers on Twitter and is just a grifter that peddles all the shit in the world. Every dumb conspiracy theory, every bullshit fucking lie. That's literally just this person's timeline. They had a post of, these are great movies to watch, and every movie on that list was absolute dog shit. Uh, 2000 Mules was on it. Rich Man's Trick uh, from JFK to 9-11 was on it. It's just absolutely smashing. It's incredible. Um, So this guy posted uh, screenshots of cards that are going into his quote-unquote Illuminati card game that he is going to try to use to pill people. And this card game is literally, uh, the cards look like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They have the exact border and frame of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, the, they, they're different colors, like Magic the Gathering. There's a blue card that has a Democrat logo on it. There's a red card of a Republican logo on it, which I think those logos are copyrighted. I don't think you can put them into a game like this. Uh, it is going to be... And the thing is, is that like the, I, I'm a, I'm a card game nerd. I know from card games. So the lack of detail and information on these cards very much indicates to me that this game has no meat on the bone. This game is probably very dumb and childish. Yeah. The first indication should have been that they're modeled after Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yu-Gi-Oh is barely a fucking game. Like, you know. Sorry, yeah. sorry, listener. If you if you play Yu-Gi-Oh, I mean, I'm not here to tell you to stop doing what you're doing. I'm just saying that my personal opinion and take on the matter as Hot one take. of the co-hosts of this comedy <laughs> podcast is that Yu-Gi-Oh is a piece of shit game for piece of shit people. So. <laughs> uh, no, I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I, I remember famously, I, I think at one point when I was a wee lad, like, uh, like, uh, I somebody was explaining the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh to me, and it was back when uh, Exodia was still a thing. And I was like, "So let me get this straight: you play a thing, and if I play a thing that's higher, I win. 
And they're like, yes. And I was like, and if I get these five specific cards in my hand, I just have to show you that I have them and that I win the game on the spot. And they were like, yes. And this was 2002 or whatever. So I was like, you just described poker, mate. Why would I not just play <laughs> poker? It's like the hottest game on the planet right now. You just described playing poker, but with anime art that looks like it was drawn by a 12-year-old and for no money. Sick. Gas. I'd love to get in. Yeah. Yeah, I I never like literally all I know about Yu-Gi-Oh is quote you activated my trap card and the fact that the game looked like it had less less depth to it than Pokemon did and Pokemon was like a fine game for like kids. I mean, oh yeah, I mean don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not just shitting on Yu-Gi-Oh because I hate TCGs. I've been playing Magic for 25 years. I was like a national competitive level Pokemon card game player right when it released like I used to play test for Magi Nation when I was like 14 like I also know from card games I'm not poo-pooing anybody's card game habits I've played good ones and shitty ones top to bottom soup to nuts you know I'm excited yeah. in playing Lorcana right now yeah. Disney represent but not Disney adults please do not, <laughs> please do not affiliate me with Disney adults yeah, Man, I love you're that just for, coming out hot. I love that today. for them. I love that for them. I love that for them. <laughs> so yeah, so the, the the game looks like Yu-Gi-Oh trash. And my the thing that makes me laugh about the game more than anything is that uh, Illuminati bot explained that the cards we were looking at were the holographic rares of the game, and the and he literally made uh, like a George Soros card that is a holographic rare. I just love the idea of this guy who like aggressively hates George Soros and David Rockefeller made them chase cards in his set. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, but Mike sent me a picture of this. I didn't know this is like I should have assumed this is why he sent me a picture of this, uh, but I didn't know that's what we were talking about. Here because they they don't look like Magic the Gathering cards. I'm not gonna lie, that was what threw me off. So it got me. Uh, yeah. But one of those cards actually, the artwork looked sick. Who was it? Was it Roger? Was it like I, I can't remember which one? I, I sent you a joke about which deck I wanted to play. It It was based on the one I thought actually looked cool. Uh, Rockefeller, yeah, like D Rockefeller, yeah, yeah, the 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 David Rockefeller card. It actually just kind of looks it looks gas. Like I want to put that card in my deck because it just looks great. You yeah, know, the just, art does. It's just to pull out. Unfortunately, <laughs> the rest of it, card. Yeah, unfortunately, the rest <laughs> of it looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, you know. So that's that's a no-go for me. Yeah, but I just love the idea that this guy is going to accidentally make people like I, the game becomes a colossal hit, and people are just like, "Yeah, man, I just paid two thousand dollars for a first edition Soros," and then Illuminati bought and everyone else is like, "No, but Soros is a bad guy." But yeah, but he's a powerful card. He tips the board, man. And then, and, and then when they're trying to find singles prices online, they accidentally like fall down the rabbit hole. Whoa, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I actually want one. I want the Soros card because I'm going to put it in my press badge when I go to events. <laughs> <laughs> Show it. Like, yeah. no, I got the I got the Soros rare. No, yeah. you need to you need to I'm put allowed it behind, anywhere. <laughs> you need to put it behind whatever Freak fake press badge out. you have. And if anybody ever like ever like calls you out on your credentials then you turn it around and say you activated my trap card. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> And then by law, they have to let you stay. Listeners, I need the Soros card. <laughs> if only life was like the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime where you could solve all of your problems, including like saving the world and the whole universe or whatever with card game battling based on incredibly loose rules, largely focused on what the cards look like in their artwork. This thing works as a fast pass. This thing gets you anywhere. The Soros card. 
Like, what, yes. It's like, what do you think the Yu-Gi-Oh's rule book looks like to support, like, oh, your jet in the jet engine on your giant mech card sucked in the little fur balls of my Karibos card, and that means that your thing is fucked up and can't attack or whatever. It's just like, what are you? What? What's happening? <laughs> what <laughs> anyway, sorry, one? again, I, impossible, impossible to want to keep talking about this dumb shit. No. Uh, <laughs> Let's, but let's get to something spicy because uh, Lord, Lord knows I love the state slash country of Arizona. I'm saluting. Nobody can see it because this is a podcast, but I'm saluting the state of Arizona. And it's time to get caught up on the state of Arizona with our on the ground Arizona correspondent, Haley. Haley, what's going on in Arizona this week? Uh, so, uh, I wanted to quickly bring up uh, our boy Biggs, our, yeah. the guy who got retweeted 10 times in a row by Trump. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, Mike told me I had to talk about Andy Biggs. I'm sorry, everybody. And then, n- n- not knowing, not having faith that you would, jumped in <laughs> to make sure that he also, he, 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 like, he jumped in, like, he just crashed your yeah. event. He yeah, knows I, I don't do homework. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mansplained the segment to her because I'm a terrible misogynist. It's no, no, that's cool. He knows I don't do homework. He knows I, I, I skipped a lot in school. <laughs> So he's like, this bitch ain't gonna do it. But I did. I I I gathered information in my brain. I actually know a bit about Andy Biggs because he's unfortunately a representative here, a US representative, so he gets to go to DC. You know what's fucking bullshit about Andy Biggs? <laughs> everything. Yeah, besides everything, is that this is how you know there is no God, but he won the publisher's clearinghouse big check, ten million. God fucking damn it! Oh man, I I just love that like that that, that what you just said is like such a validation of like of atheism, where it's just like this guy gets a ten million dollar check from publishers clearing houses. Like I want to make America objectively worse. I'm running for Congress with this money. Also, he's gonna have to use some of that money to physically pay me for respect. Because don't you have to like fill out like a postcard or something to get like you have to you have to enter that sweepstakes. That's not Probably. just for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to do a thing and. And first of all, who remembers that that's still a thing? Well, he's Mormon, so... What the fuck? I mean, okay, fine. Then, you know... I imagine they have a lot of... Um, I'm Look, not a one stereotype. Out of respect but... for not wanting to profile anyone based on their religion, I won't increase or he's decrease the dollar amount he will have to pay for respect, <laughs> knowing that he entered the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. I just it's feel like, yeah, like a lot of old Mormon because guys. Because six people are alive that remember it, and he's one of them. Yeah, it's an old Mormon guy thing, I'd yeah, imagine. Pretty, pretty old white guy. There. And it's an what? old white I, guy thing, I, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think just old white person in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the only time I ever saw it was when I was with my elderly, like, grandmother and aunt. And, like, like growing up when they were, like, in their, like, 50s and early 60s or whatever. I remember, like, you know, just every, every other commercial. Oh, you get a big check, it's a balloons. Isn't that great? <laughs> Fill out a postcard or whatever. Like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's, that's entirely too much. Could win work. you ten million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> if they want the postcard so much, they can give me the check and money first, and I'll be happy to sign and give them a postcard. I'll write whatever the fuck they you want. You could have won it over Biggs. You see what you did? <laughs> I could have. Yeah, it's my fault. Uh, I, I, I could have been the I could have been the seventh the seventh person yep. to really throw off his math. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he's also yep. a Freedom Caucus guy, so he's with the MTG, the Bober. The, the gates he he was the guy that challenged uh kevin mccarthy this last year over the 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 speaker seat remember he was the holdout he was like the and it was like who the fuck is this guy who the fuck who the fuck is this guy 
he was he was one of the guys that they absolutely just could not buy off to give McCarthy the speakership. Like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's like a sleeper extremist, if that makes sense. He doesn't get as much attention because he's he's next to Gosar all the time. So it's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. this fucking Nazi. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he was like heavily involved in the January sixth insurrection, like pretty intricately. I would call him like a key architect. Uh, uh. uh Ali Alexander literally, like, infamously has this video where he's like, Andy Biggs and Paul Gosar, help me, like, organize this thing. And, uh, yeah, because it's, like, on billboards here, like that quote. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and the, um, the following people helped me in this pl- the planning of this insurrection. It's like, no, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the Jonah Hill gif of the it's, it's, it's like the, the folks at the Georgia trials like asking for the speedy trial and like everybody else just like yeah, shut, you, you, <laughs> yeah. you fucking what yo no absolutely not shut up yo <laughs> yes but yeah and then he like uh like I that's kind of this kind of where I got started was the stop the steal stuff uh was and he was like a key organizer at the local ones like he appeared on all the flyers and he was like a big like rah 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 let's do the insurrection uh hanging out with all the proud boys i I saw a proud boy do the the fucking pledge allegiance during one of those events like this is the kind of things we were stirring up uh before the actual insurrection so anyway but then he was like in the uh because he's a u.s representative he was like obviously in the building when it happened and he was that smug prick that like wouldn't wear a mask when they were all in the chamber like trying to be safe uh and he was like sitting there like with his arms crossed and like smugly smiling because he wouldn't put his mask on even though everybody was like can you please put your mask on um so he's a prick that's that's your little that's your little highlight of andy biggs he's a prick and um he just introduced like a bill that would defund the Fulton County District Attorney's Office because obviously what happened? You know, the thing that just happened was with the Trump thing? Yeah, the Trump thing. <laughs> the arrest, yeah, exactly. the mugshot right. thing, yeah. uh, the thing we talked about last week. Yeah, he's he's pissed about that uh, or showboating. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, so it would basically cut all the funds to the the Fulton County district attorney office. It's just a, it's just a bullshit. It's just a bullshit bill to, to be a, he's just a freedom caucus. Like he's like, he's like Marjorie Taylor green, but a dude. And, uh, just this is just like a bombastic bill to get attention and, you know, rile people up. Trying to build the Biggs brand because he saw how big Bobert and, and, and MGG got by being shit heels that worship Trump, and he just wants a he wants a slice of that pie for himself. He actually got like a really slick profile in like Politico like a few months ago because it was like, oh, the the cool Freedom Caucus guy you should know about, and it was like him in sunglasses. Um, yeah, that made me like see red because <laughs> it's like, don't try to make the publisher clearinghouse Mormon fuck. Piece of shit, fascist fuck. Like, oh, look at this cool guy. Um, so here's the, here's the cool guy that wants to end your democracy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, literally. Okay, so obviously, I don't think people like understand Andy Biggs, which is interesting to me because it's like pretty fucking obvious he's like a fascist piece of shit. There's this like political commentator here in Arizona that has like a radio show who he's pretty like centrist, but he is like a lawyer and pretty smart generally, and when he was talking about andy biggs this week because of all the fulton county shit 
he was like, oh, he's just uh, Antifa MAGA. Like, what the fuck does that even fucking fucking mean, you clown? Literally learn some... You want to be in... He's been in politics since before I was fucking alive, doing fucking a radio show political commentary, and it's like, you just called Andy Biggs anti-fascist MAGA because you don't understand him. You don't understand him. He's a fascist piece of shit who wants to end democracy, and that's who Andy Biggs is. The end. (laughs) Wonder bar. Uh, Sorry, I got a little heated. I don't like no, Biggs. I, I I would if you didn't get heated. During oh, was, the that, was that around the thesis there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was I was pretty I was pretty thrown off. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Right. Well, the uh, what? Oh, what and then Trump's like? obviously sharing him a lot because he likes that Andy Biggs is like. Here's oh, my he- ass kiss, Bill, Mister Trump. Everybody loves everybody. Everybody loves Trump, and Trump loves those that love him. He's very much like Jesus in that way. In fact, he was the original Jesus, you know. Yes. <laughs> in, in fact, I was the original Christ, says Donald Trump, and uh, all of his Christian Republican followers are like, "Yeah, we, we we're cool with you saying stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> you could do nothing wrong, claiming no. you were our God. <laughs> That's totally okay. that would be great. Please do that, Donald Trump." Please allow, give the, give the podcast a little punch up. I, I want them to just be like, Christ is God. And then I want Donald Trump to be like, I agree. And Q is great. It's like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> let's sell some t-shirts or whatever. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, f- fun over. Time to get to our new segment. <laughs> Me fun. <laughs> From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's Q's in the news. Unironically, kind of exciting that it's been a while. Since we've had to talk about a mass shooting, but you know, in the podcast trigger warning, we're going to have to talk about the mass shooting that happened in Jacksonville because, of course, we are, uh, especially this time around, because man, the deep state sure did really set that guy up with some elaborate props. Just another uh, day in America. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, well, but but this time with uh, extra extra fun props, <laughs> uh, my grades, uh, uh, get into the nitty gritty. Uh, now that the content. Double content warning is over. We're gonna have to don't talk call about it racially motivated. Answers. It's a race. It was a racist murder by a, a fucking neo Nazi. I, I yeah. can't stand seeing racially motivated, even from like people who I think are kind of cool. Like it was a fucking anti black, uh, <laughs> white supremacist, uh, fucking yeah, neo Nazi. Technically correct. The best I, kind of correct. I just can't stand it. I can't stand these like pissy little little like walk around words when it's like. Dog, he had swastikas on his gun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I get a little heated when we talk about far right shit. I'm trying to calm down on the podcast. Artax! Artax, no! You know, the Nazis stole that symbol from Asian culture. Hey, yeah. where are you going? I'm not yeah. done explaining things to you. Yeah. Yeah. But so this this is your absolute most bog standard white supremacist, racist sack of shit, explicitly targeting black people to murder them because his racism is overwhelming and burning a hole in his what, what remained of his soul. This person was an absolute monster who, as Haley mentioned, literally had swastikers t- uh, carved into their gun. Do you want to take another run at that word? Swastikers. I mean, it might be. They might be stickers. Swastikers. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I, I don't want to, I, I didn't want 
I mean, I guess I did want to derail it because it really tickled me. Because like, was I we gotta know, keep uh, things a little light. It's a little depressing. Yeah. But also, I mean, he had the Rhodesian a Rhodesian patch on him, which I thought was an interesting tidbit. I just say how how incredible of a, of a merchandising concept that is. It's a product you can never sell, of course. <laughs> of course, you should never sell swastikas. Like, <laughs> if you were to sell such a product, a swastika sticker for whatever use you might have, right? Like, I do have a product name for you. Yeah, uh, you, but we're gonna. I I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need my payments in Bitcoin or whatever. That's just gonna need to be untraceable. Yeah. <laughs> so this. And so this guy is absolutely a neo-Nazi and is an unmitigated piece of shit. And as as Haley mentioned, there's there's no need for weasel words here. There's no need to talk about this in any other terms than the most stark possible terms. That yeah, he was so unambiguous about his intentions that in the materials he left behind for his parents. They took one look at them and were just like, oh, fuck, God, no! And, like, immediately called the police. He was originally going to shoot up a, seemingly shoot up a historically black college. Like, he went to a a campus and got, like, turned around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This was was the goal. This was the intent of of this person to commit a, a, to commit a racist a hate crime because that was what was burning in their heart. And one thing that a lot of people have been pointing out is that calling this guy a lone wolf saying that this is just a tragic thing. It's the right wing in America wants this to happen. The extreme right have been promoting this shit for a long time now. And lone wolf is their word for it. It it takes away from the actual, uh, like patternistic nature of these shootings and how they're all actually connected to a specific ideology. Sorry. Right. No, <laughs> no, 100%. You said that way better than I was going through. <laughs> God, please take the wheel from me when I'm sputtering and, <laughs> sputtering and bumbling. And Also, uh, rem- remember that it's still only true if they are white. Typically, <laughs> typically the other people still get lumped into their larger categories. Oh, yeah, yeah. I- yeah. I remember I remember reading a lot of stuff when it was like, oh, suicide bombers in Iraq. And it's like there was like American media was very uh, they, they went out of their way to like uh, explain the ideology behind this and like the intent and like the religious motive and the ideological motive and all this shit. And it's like, hello, we live in America. Start focusing on what the fuck the ideological motive is in this and like where it all stems from and why maybe the fucker like, I don't know kind of uh had patterns from other anti-black nazi killers in this country right um i just i'm fucking annoyed (laughs) i I love hearing those little sputters uh because i I get them too and i'm no like i'm no fucking sherlock Holmes or anything but to me that sounds like the sputtering of somebody remembering they're being recorded and being just suddenly audible and the thing that they were about to say or wanted to actually say into something that was a little more friendly for being recorded. I just am annoyed. <laughs> I, do, I do it all the time. It makes like, me sad. I feel these deeply, you know, and I have to look at, I mean, you do too, Mike. You have to look at like the dark corners of the internet and like you see how like people then immediately just lie about these awful murders or make fun of them 
sometimes or even idolize them and it's just kind of dark oh, not yeah. to the, this comedy podcast but no, uh, no, I'm just... i was gonna actually be in the pivot to the comedy podcast section of the Sorry. podcast of comedy no because, because what you said is one of the major things about these mass shootings when it happens the white the right wing's reaction to them is immediately to disown it to disavow it to make up cockamamie conspiracy theories about it and uh, so last week when we talked about something like this and l was like so mike what were the conspiracy theories about it and i really didn't have anything that strong for the overarching narrative I mean, did, did i shame you into bringing the heat this week it's just uh, all well, they're all false flags it's all fake we well, live in a well, fake reality <laughs> yeah, but no, but this this week, no, this week there was heat. This week didn't contain hot, hot heat. I, I, I'm basking like a root while I'm ready for the heat. <laughs> so the narrative that has been concocted by QAnon and other QAnon adjacent right wing extremists is that this mass shooting was, of course, done by an MK Ultra sleeper agent, blah, blah, blah. But it was done. Because Trump was receiving so much support from the black community due to his mugshot, creating solidarity between him and black people, that the deep state was like, oh, shit, the Republicans are getting way too, like, black people are rallying to the Republicans way too hard because they see the system was corrupt and it's treating Trump as badly as it treats them. So, (laughs) quick. That's the most, I I love. I'm going to lose it. Dude, I love how racist that conspiracy theory is. They saw his mugshot. And Sorry, it, listeners, I just breathed heavily. And, <laughs> and it fostered inside of them a powerful sense of camaraderie. They're like, ah, yes, as criminals ourselves, we know all too well the mugshot. Well done, Mr. Trump. Yeah. I'm glad we we surf different parts of the internet because that's an interesting take. That's that is an insane. interesting take. I do yeah. love that. I mean, be, I, like it sucks. It is racist, obviously. Like, I, like I, hate I completely it, I hate forgot ideology, what but... my part of the internet was saying because that threw me for a loop. <laughs> like that is wild. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's basically it. Is that um, this is this moment? QAnon after the mugshot was just losing their shit. And if you were uh, if you were a black person who wanted to get your TikTok or your Instagram to go viral or to do something, all you had to do was post a video talking about how Trump's getting screwed over. And oh, my God, was QAnon going to signal boost the shit out of you and try to make you into a famous person? Because they were just like, like, uh, Trump mugshot backfires now, like solidarity of the black community overwhelming. And they just like, dude, you guys want to go viral? Here's my pitch. Trump mugshot over banjo guy song TikTok <laughs> upload boom <laughs> anything can go viral f- five million guaranteed hits off of that one you just post the Trump mugshot with like yourself ripping ass for five minutes straight and then, and then like, maybe, maybe, maybe throw like an eagle sound somewhere in there <laughs> and then you're, you're gonna go hella viral and you're gonna get a lot of people just being like right on brother right <laughs> like- on right on dude we get it we're with you. Banjo song guy in the in the Appalachians plus Trump plus Eagle, we feel it, America. <laughs> yeah, actually, I do remember what I meant to bring up as far as the Jacksonville shooting because it was from Vivek. It was from our boy Vivek, Mister Forgettable. Um, in his well, now he, here's our Shabalad twist. He's he, back. yeah, he was talking about it on like a Chuck Todd interview or some shit. And he was saying that it was the result of, like, uh, the 
um, the, it was the consequence of anti-racist movements. So he's victim blaming. Yeah, the shooter. The shooting happened because America is too woke. That was yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. It's just this ridiculous nonsense where your fault. You're getting shot. Yes, yeah, it was that. I didn't think that got enough attention. I thought that was a really wild thing to say. Um, Excuse me, Mister Government. Can I please have gun control laws? No, uh, you were getting shot as a skill issue on your part. <laughs> yeah, kind of. There will like... be there will be no balance fixes coming for guns. Guns are yeah. fine. Skill issue on your part. You're good. Sorry, that was such a bummer. My part of the internet's a bummer. Yours is more interesting. And um, Dude, my internet rules. Yeah, you don't yeah. deal with any of this, so your internet must be awesome. I, I watch a TikTok series. There's a guy called the Joy of Kanji. He dresses like Bob Ross, and he teaches you kanji by painting on a little board on a tree like Bob Ross. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my. That's my normal like social media you know i have like one i have one cleansing social media account that it's just like time to go cleanse look at memes <laughs> that's like the, the twitter feed like kittens being weird little guys so did you say that was that the only heater you had in the in the form of crazy conspiracy theories regarding this nonsense that's yeah, a big one though. That was I, wild. No, it, it was it was surprising. I just I had didn't to mute know my mic because I was like breathing. <laughs> did you re- did you remember Did you remember yours? The heavy breathing, Haley. You said that yours got derailed by by the no. Power I just think mics. it was the Vivek thing. I just wanted to mention the Vivek oh, thing because I thought that was a to. weird point of victim blaming. Like after the Q shooting, you remember the Q Club shooting? There was like people like Tim Pool and shit were like, "Well, don't be don't be grimmers, and that won't happen." Um. And yeah, Vivek was just again. He's a, a, a presidential candidate allegedly, and um, he's like, oh, "It's your fault," and yeah. that didn't really get much attention, which I thought was a little wild. I don't, I don't deal in conspiracies as much. I mean, I do because it kind of just like infects the whole right wing sphere. But I unfortunately deal in far right bullshit. So yeah, just, yeah, mine's a bit more of a bummer. Body world. armor, you pores. But QAnon is far right. That's why I got so into QAnon, not into it like as a like I'm into it. But every there, there week, is the there it is every week. Revelation of the week. <laughs> nice. I can't wait. I can't wait until you've done 52 of these, and I hope to God at that Just point. Super cut. Like, I, 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 I can. I, I can love the South. Them. I love the I, Confederacy. Yeah. yeah I I hope I can call to action one of our listeners to cut together a supercut of all of your confessions over the course of the year. <laughs> That's going to be. I'm not sure if I ha- if I'll have that power in a year. Only time I'll ever God, go will. viral. Yeah. The, the the problem is I feel like for us to, for get to get popular like that, QAnon is going to have to do another thing. You know, that seems real unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump will continue to do stuff. And QAnon will continue to talk about it and like swarm around him like a remora. But at some point, <laughs> that fish is going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. And, Dibber Bora go be shit out of luck. <laughs> I gotta anyway, watch what I say. <laughs> thank God Mike does not have any further conspiracy theories because that means that blissfully we can stop talking about this horrible thing and get to something lighter and fluffier. Likely uh, Donald Trump's ridiculous swooping hair and his ridiculous swooping mugshot and the reactions thereof. Uh, you know, <laughs> I have an unblemished record of heterosexuality, but I have to say this about the mugshot. He looks good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. 
my my question about that quote, comment from Jesse Waters is uh, when you talk about the term unblemished record, that usually means that you are competing and that you could potentially at some point lose. So is Jesse Waters saying that he's been in situations where he's like, oh, man, my heterosexuality is in jeopardy here. And then he managed to like pull it out and his heterosexuality managed to remain intact. And he was like, oh, that was a close one. Oh, man. Almost almost became gay for a moment there. Oh man, so lucky. So also, lucky. I mean, I, I, you do have to admire the man's confidence because if he might have some like secret blemishes on his record of heterosexuality, he's really trying to poke the bear by bringing up the record at all. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. He just, but he, in the moment, he just couldn't think of a different way to describe Donald Trump. You know, he was just, he just decided to describe it in the most naturally heterosexual way possible. He looks good and he looks hard. Yes. Which, again, you can say as a heterosexual man, heterosexually about another heterosexual man just fine, but all of that being true doesn't necessarily take away the undercurrent of homosexuality of that statement and yeah. the fact that that's a possible reading yeah. it's like any form of art you know once you create it it gets away from you and other people will make their interpretation of it <laughs> yes and i am kind of forced to assume that what that guy does is like a form of performative art because he's on the fucking television doing it you know so i just see a stupid clip of him talking about trump being hard and looking good and give him sort of credit for not being super gay modes about it but it is an incredibly weird way to describe a thing yeah if you want if you want to come out looking super straight in the end i wouldn't go that that way about it mate yeah i mean when i think of donald trump's non-photoshopped body hard is very far away from the list of adjectives i would use to describe him i, I uh, mean other people were calling it iconic i mean those people are also out of their fucking mind but at least you know they, they don't have to be like i have an unblemished record of heterosexuality but donald <laughs> trump looks iconic in fact if they said that in my mind it would like it would queer code essentially whatever the next thing they said was like <laughs> even me just saying that like i was just like in that context i'm thinking drag queen i'm thinking beyonce i'm thinking icon you know like <laughs> <laughs> so funny it's just it's, it's, wow what a way to completely undermine yourself just like sell <laughs> the self-owned ramp up of the century <laughs> The thing I really enjoyed about the mugshot was that, as a bunch of people mentioned, it's so obvious he spent so long in the mirror practicing his angry gaze. Found he, tough, but also yeah. sexy, but also yeah. like I want to start a revolution. But also good, <laughs> but also hot. Yeah, you know, I want to get those Karens rumbling, but I want to get and those. Apparently, he settled on. <laughs> entire face sloping one direction hair included which i think is a <laughs> crazy choice like because because there's this that that dumb theory of like the posture theory you know where it's like the alpha male chad standing straight up and down line and like the 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 like wimpy cuck beta or submissive female diagonal line yeah his whole face in that picture is diagonal fucking line bro <laughs> And, like, you just look at him, it's clearly he, he's trying to do the fucking Blue Steel or whatever it was called from Zoolander, and he practiced it mad hard. And what he came up with was by diagonal line theory or whatever, like, the most 
cuckiest pose you could do with your face. How about whole face tilted sideways? Ooh, woo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we had uh, we we've already had two QAnon promoters uh, Photoshop the 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 backdrop of the mugshot behind their avatars. So we're gonna have a bunch of QAnon people being like solidarity mugshots, bro, and all that nonsense. It's just these children trying to pretend that daddy is cool and they love daddy. And the AZGOP put out a like a donation letter like look at this mugshot donate to us within 22 minutes of that mugshot being released i thought that was wild lightning fast they must have had that like typed up they were like all right we're just waiting for that mugshot Um, oh dude i mean i'm assuming that that fucking mugshot the fires of industry were just waiting to get soaked by that mugshot. <laughs> the sure people on both sides, both sides were just like flinging oh, it yeah. on merch, just left and right. That's why I don't want one of the. That's why I don't want a Trump shirt with the mugshot because it's played out. You know, it's like everybody has one. Everybody's gonna have one on both sides. You're gonna have to show me the funniest fucking like rendition of the mugshot to really get me to buy it. I want like right, here, here, crucified mugshot. Right? just really offensive to here's god your, but like here's your trump mugshot photoshop that'll get you to buy a t-shirt right okay. get this it's the trump mugshot donald trump head photoshopped photoshopped on <laughs> the picture of donald trump with just lane maxwell <laughs> boom there That's it is a good one. The most iconic most iconic pairing of all time donald trump with just lane maxwell yikes you know that's a good one I'm gonna, i think i'm gonna make one of those and that'll be our hell world shirt Icon. <laughs> let's, let, let's sell merch. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a funny one. Come on, QAnon, do a thing. Make it crazy. Like, I'll make it weird. I'll make a weird one. <laughs> do, 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 some, do something crazy with the threat of violence, but is actually non-violent for the most part. You know, like I, I want really you guys want... to send me all your favorite Trump pictures, and I'm going to do something weird with it, and that'll be our merch. <laughs> okay, but. I don't have Trump pictures. Okay, but you can, you know, okay, whatever then. Mike, this is a Mike. This is a Mike. Yeah, thing. Mike might have Trump pictures, like centerfold yeah, pictures. Has, my favorite picture of him is when there's like, he's at like a table. Like there's chaos. It looks like chaos is going around him. And he's just sitting at a table like. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the storm photo. It's the Time Magazine photo of him at the, at the, the Resolute desk and his hair flowing. Just like chilling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, QAnon loves that photo I so much. I love that photo. It's so oh, fun. The... I recreate, recreate that photo as much as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. It, uh... <laughs> remember, remember, like twenty years ago, when whenever like Donald Trump was coming up, it was people just cracking wise about the fact that it was just like his crazy hair. Is it a rug? I mean, who knows? Like, and that's all anybody gave, gave a shit about him for. What a time to be alive it was. Yeah, it's almost like that was a distracting factor into the real problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Haley, comedy. Sorry, podcast, I'm you know. Sorry. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We we are notorious for that. You are in the no the no butt seat, like you know, or the the or as we call it here, the classic uh, adventures in hell world. No and it's a very difficult comedy technique to perfect. It was the Sarge classic. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, like <laughs> it's gonna be rough if 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 the no and is always just like no no to you're trying to keep it funny and light and uh, uh yes and to it being fucking horrendous sorry <laughs> no you're good i'm sure the audience loves it we've been getting a lot of positive feedback for you in the <laughs> chair 
So, uh, in other words, Sarge is dead to us. And it's time to move on to our last uh, our last headline, which we'll try to get through quickly. Because uh, the longer our other horseshit goes, the shorter Sorry, our mailbag becomes every week. Uh, so let's talk about the GOP being in some hot legal waters, uh, uh, both potentially in the future and now, uh, breaking as we speak. Uh, Mike, uh, give us the quick rundown. What's going on with the GOP's uh, legal battlings? Okay, so uh, right before we started recording today, uh, the judge in Rudy Giuliani's defamation case against Ruby Friedman, uh, he has ruled default judgment against Rudy. Just there will be no trial. Rudy loses outright. This is the same shit that happened to Alex Jones in the Sandy Hook case where the judge was just like, we do not even have to bring this to the jury. Rudy is guilty. He has fucked around so much that we go directly to the find out phase. So at some ill-defined point in the next like two or three months, there will be a quote-unquote trial, but that trial will literally just be how fat a check does Rudy have to cut the people he's defamed. So uh, good job, Rudy. Yep. Uh, seeing as how Rudy literally spent this entire defamation suit screaming about how poor he is, uh, this is probably not going to shut help. your mouth. I have actual breaking <laughs> news. Apparently uh, Mitch McConnell had another quote-unquote freezing up incident. Uh-oh. He's getting close. Yeah. You Sorry. can hear the gong. That was actual breaking news. I I, I made you shut you your know, mouth off for it. You know, if Rudy's broke, uh, ladies, I know for a fact that Patrick Byrne and the entire AZGOP has also defamed you. Uh, get to suing. Get to suing, you know? Like, you, don't just hit the Rudy pockets. Hit all the pockets that defame you and ruin your lives. It's yeah, not dude, just nice one out. man. It's many. And yep. you've got to bring them all down. Run I believe water, in you. Et cetera. Yeah, Man, those ladies. Yeah. That's how I found out so much about out about them. Even because it's not Arizona, it's not Arizona stuff. But like, yeah, the Arizona people were pretty obsessed with them as well. And it's like, uh, yeah, get some repercussions here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, I just watched the video and he did it again. Oh, Mitch, Mitch just broke down in front of reporters, and they said that after the clip ends, an aide just sort of grabbed him by the arm and just walked him away again. So uh, normal, Mitch, everybody, move along. Yep, yep everything's great. Uh, Mitch bought 2.0, working as intended. So combobulations to him on that front. And again, as a reasonable person, my inclination would to be like, man, that sucks. That elderly fellow is having medical problems, but <laughs> he is literally one of the figureheads of the group of people that suck the most and are constantly demonizing everybody for everything, including but not limited to calling Sleepy Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe Biden and being too old to be president. <laughs> so uh, the pragmatic in me wants to just be like, hey, guess what? Fuck you, turtle boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like, so inside of us, there are two wolves, you know? One of them <laughs> yes. is an empathic, sensitive lad, and the other one is fuck you, turtle boy. Yeah. You know, sometimes we all have to meet our fate. Yeah. Yeah. In front of the camera, but, like, not not actually dying a couple of times. Apparently, <laughs> how it's going to go down. Eventually, Sorry. fate. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, right. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Please, somebody step in there and, like, where's the ref to, like, yeah, so wave him, wave it off. Like, like, wave that one off. What the fuck? Keep having to, like, do on-camera shit, you know? Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, pull the plug on him or anything. I'm just saying, like, get him, like, get him out of a position where he has to be in front of the fucking camera. Holy, holy smokes. Yeah. 
So uh, beyond uh, Rudy uh, being in bankrupt and uh, McConnell's health issues, uh, also uh, Peter Navarro, who uh, was the other guy that got targeted with the January by the January sixth committee for a contempt of Congress hearing, uh, a charge. He tried to claim executive privilege to avoid uh, being charged for this. And uh, right before the podcast started fil- recording, uh, the judge said, no, you don't get to try to use executive privilege to get out of this. The trial will begin uh, September 5th, which is like literally next week. And he has no defense, much like Steve Bannon didn't. So uh, Navarro is very likely to be convicted. Uh, Steve Bannon's looking at four months that in prison. Rocks. Yes. So enjoy prison in the near future, Peter Navarro. You Yeah, I feel uh, like if you're if you're pri- if like your your first avenue of defense was executive privilege, uh it means that whatever you said that you would like to be privileged shielded from was pretty incriminating. <laughs> you're just like, uh privilege? They're like, No, and you're just like, ooh, well the those transcripts are pretty damning. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just not going to provide them so that I'll be convicted of contempt of Congress, and that's that. So, yeah. <laughs> just Mr. President, I've never thought liberals were real people. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> None of this is on the record, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, finally, um, our boy Donald Trump and his lawyers decided that they were very much going to... Uh, they wanted... Um, his trial for the January 6th charges to be, um, you know, in 2026, give us a nice little two year, <laughs> two year plus ease, in, ease into the case. Me asking for a deadline or yeah, <laughs> a deadline right. extension. Can yeah, I have a like two years? <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately for Donald Trump, uh, the judge in his case has ruled that on March 4th, 2024, not 2026, uh, he will actually stand trial for the four counts he's been charged with in regards to January 6th. And as a bunch of as a bunch of right wing piss babies have pointed out, this is literally the Monday before Super Tuesday. So this is election interference. Wah! And it's like, well, maybe if your guy didn't do fucking crimes, he wouldn't be going to trial for the those fucking crimes so yeah um and even some liberals who've been pissing and moaning about all this are like oh my god he might actually get convicted before the rnc before he's trump's he's the actual official republican party nominee because like that's like june so it's very possible that the republicans will be nominating nominating a convicted felon when they get to their convention uh next year which good on you republicans that'd be just absolutely incredible please do that Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess that means that we, we're through the worst of it and we can get to the best of it, question mark. It depends uh, because it's listener mailbag time. Yeah. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Listener mailbag. <laughs> Lay it on us. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor, says a Hellworld gets isekai'd. After you get tr- after you get trucked and wake up in Baldur's Gate three, which class are you? What party members do you set your sights on romancing, and how do you seduce their underwear off? Um, I don't play. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not playing. Yeah, how, how many of those words did either of you guys understand? I'm not playing uh, the game, but I'll I got, say I yes. got the whole thing. <laughs> no, this is L question. Hit it. Yeah, th- this one does seem pretty specifically targeted to me. 
In, yeah. in fact, I also I like I it's so targeted to me. I know that uh, that Mike Stanton mispronounced it. It's supposed to be East Guy. East Guy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess if I have to play one of those ding dongs, I. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to want to be Gail, right? Like, okay, uh, for reason. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much of it. Gail's got some cool shit going on. Uh, that's pretty neato burrito. He's a wizard. He can cast spells. He's uh, like classically handsome and charming. So Gail is my pick. Well, you, you you were supposed to pick a class for yourself, and then you were oh, supposed to... Oh, class for myself. Sorry, I, I misunderstood yeah. the question. Uh, also, because I am in the process of ordering my lunch while I record like a professional. But I respect our audience too much to lie to them. Uh, but we're done with that now. So, class for myself. Like, I'd I be barred, right? I, I, I don't really think I have the, the reasonable skill set for anything else. If I get to choose my sheet, then I'm just really tempted to really min-max it. And I feel like at the end of the day, I might yeah it depends am i am i living life like it's in that world like do i have a broader life beyond the storyline because if so i'm just going to choose bard they get all sorts of crazy powers that seem like it would be wildly useful in regular life they get high charisma to charm and deceive people they've got illusion magic and healing spells you can go to the lore college and just pick up spells from any class so you know if anybody harangues you you could just shoot a, like a fucking lightning bolt at them or whatever <laughs> bard's pretty sweet i do love being a bard yeah i was gonna say bard myself but if bard is taken i would just go rogue because i enjoy like that kind of like just being the scoundrel just kind of pickpocketing uh just uh, that kind of adventure yeah i like (laughs) like spell casting it seems like so easy and it just it kind of feels like overpowered where you're just like Oh, someone's fucking with me! Giant fireball, they're dead. I enjoy kind of the idea of having to be like more sneaking and conniving, and doing that kind of stuff. So, like the feel of rogue is like is better for me, I think. Again, it also seems like it would give you quality outs for like general, like quality of life stuff, right? Like in an isekai story, which for the uninitiated is typically an anime, manga, manhwa, uh, what have you, where uh, a person from our world gets killed. Uh, typically by a truck, typically while heroically saving somebody's life, and then they get a reroll in a different life with a bunch of powers and bonuses. So, uh, in such a situation, you know, like if you're if you're just gotta live your regular life, you could be like the quiet badass in a regular town who can secretly like stealth like a ninja, and, like com- move completely unseen and kill an army by themselves, do crazy shit. You know, yeah, that sounds fun. Yes. <laughs> but that's why being something like a barbarian, which is mechanically strong, would be great at fighting. That seems like it would just be kind of boring behind the scenes. I'm sure you'd fuck a lot, but like, you know, you could do that as a rogue anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the entire point of Bard. Bards Bards get all Bards get all the chicks or dudes or both. So Yeah, the the, the first character I rolled in uh in Baldur's Gate three was a, a gnome that looked like Jeff Gerstman and you know, he had the Christmas score where it was like it didn't matter what he looked like, I was gonna pull in that game. But I, uh, I I moved out of it. Yeah, Haley, what sort of fantasy, classic, traditional fantasy role playing class do you want to be? I don't know. You, 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 you don't know the archetype. You don't know this archetype at all. You've never no. played a simple role playing game. Hit, hit me with them, and I'll kind of know the generals. I have played oh. video games before. Just hit well, me with I them. Mean, I forget. Oh God, uh, I'm not the, like the, a dedicated fighter, wizard, cleric, paladin, sorcerer, Ooh. rogue, bard. I'm a. I like being a wizard. Yeah, you get magic. Classic answer. You can make. You can do whatever. The problem with being a wizard is that you know you have it's to. It's anarchy. You just do whatever. 
Well, no. Well, if if you want if you want if you want the power of anarchy and the power of magic together, sorcerer is what you want. Oh, okay. Sorcerer. Can you you be a nice sorcerer? Yeah, it just means so. Sorcerer is the in in the Dungeons and Dragons parlance, and therefore the the Baldur's Gate three parlance. The difference thematically between a sorcerer and a wizard is that sorcerers draw their magic power from within due to magic lineage of some form or fashion, whereas wizards are learned. And they have spent time honing their craft and have now learned how to do magic the learned way. All right. Well, sorcerer. Good to know. Good to yeah, know. Good, good to know. There Thank we go. you for See, your... We got, we got there. <laughs> we, got, we, we, we want it in a pack. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, Elon has rebranded Twitter to X. What are the odds he gets desperate enough to re, to uh, pander and rename it to Q? <laughs> P.S. Elon Musk, please give us each $1 million so we can forget how sad and pathetic you are, smiley face. <laughs> I, I hope the answer to, I hope to God the answer is 100%. That is the benign, nonviolent Q-related bump for our podcast that I'm craving. Elon Musk, please take your deformed penis, $1 million United States dollars, et cetera, and rename formerly Twitter currently x to formerly twitter formerly x now q Dude, parentheses you know the one this is gonna okay what's gonna happen i'm gonna tell you exactly how this is gonna play out he's gonna accidentally or not even accidentally he's just gonna like tweet a couple q or like reshare a couple of q things q anon things and it's somebody's gonna write about it and it's gonna catch his attention and he's gonna fuck with them by trolling like troll like elon trolling by just like renaming it q for a day like he put the doge logo you know that's how yep. it's gonna be. <laughs> that would be um I, I from your lips to God's ears. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything else saying about the bump, oh man. If Elon actually went full pilled even for a moment, and then even afterwards it was like, Oh, it was a troll, bro. It wouldn't matter. It would yeah. I just it really would... love Quake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that freak out would be so delicious for everyone involved. Oh I mean, yeah. That's a oh, meltdown man. waiting to happen. Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh man. The, the moment you the moment you log on to Twitter slash X and instead of like the X logo, you see a Q. Short Tesla's stock immediately. Oh my god. Just print that money. Holy shit. Oh man. As he just drives everything he's ever built off a cliff. Oh, well, so I mean, good. Elon's already lost his mind on a totally legitimate TikTok I saw the other day. They said he was giving away Bitcoin. <laughs> and all I had to do was sign up for this thing. So oh, yeah. naturally, I uh, fat fingered it and totally scrolled by it, and then I lost it forever. And now I, I, I never got that free Bitcoin from Elon Musk. You know, D- son of son of a biscuit. Boo. Uh, and finally, a homeless cat with a gun asks if you could have a drink with any conspiracy theorist, past or present. Who would you choose? Alex Jones. It would be. <laughs> He's an alcoholic. Well, you know, I don't know. He's like tried to get sober, but then like if you watch his shows, he's so clearly fucking not. Um, I don't know how I would feed into that. I don't know what's the ethical thing here. Like, do I'm like have another drink, Alex? Or uh, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'd like to see how how crazy he could get. You know, Dep- my answer depends on what your definition of a conspiracy theorist is. Because I have a uh, spicy one, but hey, I'm not uh, sure if it, it counts. Yeah, just go for it. Uh, Jesus of Nazareth. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that would be dope. I would have a lot of stuff to talk with Homie about. Yeah. 
That that would be great. And and you know what the, the 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 coolest part would be is there is the outside chance that it's just like having drinks with the guy. I fucking get it, man. <laughs> this dude is sick. He's so cool. <laughs> oh man, this guy's fucking charisma nineteen. You have no idea. This, Especially this, if like I roll up on him from the future and I'm just like, oh hey man, it's nice to meet you. And he's just like, oh hey it's L. And I'm like, yo what? <laughs> That would fucking flip. Your, that would flip my bean. I'd be like, "Oh shit, he's the real deal." Anyway, yeah, Jesus yeah. and Nazareth. That's my answer. Yeah. Uh, my answer. Is, my answer is a cheating answer, but I'm. But uh, Haley took the 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 the, the first choice. On the, on the, hey, this family feud. I, I have to guess after. You. <laughs> I, I, I have to say something terrible, and then my family has to pretend that they're not ashamed of me as they <laughs> as they clap weakly before they wait for the massive X noise to hit. Yeah. So so yeah. So the number one answer is already on the board. As is like the the number five answer. The clever one that like three or four people said that you're like yeah oh, yeah yeah now, now, now it falls upon mike reigns to hit one of the filler middle answers <laughs> right exactly uh so basically my, my answer would be uh would be lbj because literally uh, he, even like he didn't he just didn't even he was like the warren commission boom nailed it oswald acted alone you got it he basically spent the rest of his life convinced that Castro killed Kennedy, just like 100%. He was just like, like it, 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 behind the scenes, he's like, fucking Castro murdered Jack. I know that fucking prick did it. And it's very funny because the alternative was also Castro thought that El- Lyndon Johnson killed Kennedy. So he basically just had this mutual belief that the the other one was the one behind Kennedy's murder. Spider-Man so, pointing meme. Yes, exactly. That's my favorite Mike Rains answer. That's That's... <laughs> That's Dude, on Mike, brand. Mike Rains loves Kennedy. I know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Inside of Mike Rains is like a small little battery of just pure enthusiasm for JFK and JFK related uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't get to come out very much anymore because QAnon is the new kid on the block and it sucks all the air away from all the other good shit from back in the day. But uh, we all know him. We know Mike Rains. He loves that shit. Damn, you must he have loved it. the QAnon or the the negative forty eight people. You were like, yes. Oh, oh god. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> we, we 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 had a meeting at work, and they put a need to calm Mike down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, hoes me off. Hoes me off. No, no <laughs> Mike's getting overstimulated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, uh, like Haley just like plays some garbage into the microphone. I just like, actually stroke <laughs> out. Like, oh God, they're hitting, they're hitting all my sensory. <laughs> they're hitting everything all at once. I can't handle it. No, but uh, Mike, my, the at- Patriots are winning the Super Bowl again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, at, at least now you know, I can I can wake up from my dreams. I know that ain't fucking happening in the next <laughs> ten years. But uh, at my work, they had a uh, a a, a just a graphic of a of speech. It was just like a block of text. And the guy giving the speech was just like, here's a block of text from a speech. And he looked at the audience. He was like trying to gauge if anyone in the audience knew who said it. And just the way the speech pattern worked, I 100% knew it was Kennedy. I'm like, this is absolutely a speech from, from JFK. And it was, it was actually his speech about going to the moon. And, um, if you don't know that speech, it's like the like the the most famous like throwaway line in it is he's at Rice University and he's trying to explain that like we're doing an incredibly difficult thing and it is awesome that we are doing that. 
And he was like, like 30 years ago, why fly the Atlantic? Why climb the tallest mountain? And then he just throws away, why does Rice play Texas? Because Rice every year gets murdered by Texas in football. It is dumb that they do this. But he just like uses that as a sign of like, we choose to go to the moon, not because it is easy, but because it is hard in that Kennedy murderous Boston accent. And I just, so it was just like, man, I, I love that speech. It's awesome. Kennedy's awesome. So yeah, that was like funny. Um, I love your mind. It's just filled with so yeah. much. Interesting. Oh, God. Oh, hey man, we're all filled with useless information, but yeah. yours is at least a little interesting. Uh, well, so I'll just jump into the, uh, our universal question, which is what are you looking forward to, which is that tonight I'm going to be doing a Twitter space talking about the Kennedy assassination. And I hope that people come at me with all their conspiracy stuff, because this is a conversation that I love having. It's it going to be a seven hour Twitter oh, space. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed at four in the morning. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love how some of our listeners, especially new ones who think that we know what we're doing might uh, assume that I knew you were doing that. And that's why we started, we, we like teed up that JFK segment, but no, I, I did not. <laughs> You're just a no DJ who was talking about but... JFK. So yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. So F- figured my shots were about probably like 20%, maybe 22%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to be fun. I'm going to be doing that at 8 o'clock tonight. So I will be probably sitting in my truck so I can listen through the radio for my speaker system and just talking to people about the Kennedy assassination, which is a hoot and a holler for me because, man, did I go down that rabbit hole way too hard in my teenage years. And uh, Now you're stuck with it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It, 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 like, it, like, I don't think people understand how much this shit fucks with people's brains because I know I'm like warped because of this stuff. Like, just every every now and on, every now and then, I'll just be like hanging out, and I'll just be like, ah, taking this turn on this on on this highway, and now I'm on Elm Street. Now I'm about to get murdered. It's, it's, it's like it's just always there. It's just always there in your brain, and it's just like you just can't shut off. And it's just like that's what being pilled is like, where you see the world through this ridiculous filter where everything has to be a message or a clue directed to you. And that is just such a bad way to live life. Cause you're just hypersensitive to everything and freaking out all the time. And then you got to message your friends on the internet. They're like, Hey man, did you see the new Justin Bieber video? It's so full of comms. And it's just like, no, that's, you shouldn't know. It's, it's not full of comms. There's no comms. There's you remember uh, all that time we spent playing that JFK assassination simulator? Yes! Back in the early 2000s. <laughs> trying to trying to win the bounty for getting the magic shot to happen. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, uh, Haley, if you didn't know about this, there was this actually unbelievably tasteless game that came out called JFK Reloaded. Where oh, that's could- awesome where you could literally be Oswald and try to kill Kennedy. And the thing was designed so unseriously. Like you could like shoot the driver and make the car crash and kill everybody. You could just kill Jackie. You could, it was the most tasteless, ridiculous thing. And they pretended it was serious because they said, if you could recreate the actual assassination, they'd pay you like a quarter million dollars. And I don't know if they actually funded anybody yet or not, but that was their basis for this. Well, unbelievable- nobody hit the impossible shot, you know? Oh yeah, they, no they wouldn't let you load into the sewer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember that time we wrote parody lyrics to a Nickelback song about yep. the JFK assassination? <laughs> yep. Oh god, yeah. It's your whole oh. life is just <laughs> yeah. It's not great. It's it's not great. Oh, no, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's a cool yeah. hobby. I like so, hobbies. Yeah. So Haley, what are you looking forward to? 
you know, I thought long and hard about this while you spoke, and I'm not looking forward to anything, which is kind of actually nice, because I would like to exist in nothingness for a couple of days, if that makes sense. Uh, not to be depressing i fucking need to stop but <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wasn't gonna say shit i'm not trying to like dark the vibe. I, 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 I will be I, reading and chilling and that's nice yeah. dude, the, i'll the, have the, a coffee which i'm having now it's not anything so what you're looking forward to is just relaxing it's relaxing. fine to say that you're looking forward to relaxing i didn't think of that word I couldn't think of that <laughs> I word. Think of the word relaxing. Wow, how high are you right now? <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's been a long week. And relaxing, also, <laughs> that's the word. Relaxing. We also right. would have accepted chilling, vibing, I said chilling. I said chilling, I think. Eventually, but only after you like ramped up by preparing the audience for why you were just like, there's nothing I'm looking forward to. She's like, yeah, you're looking forward to doing nothing. That's, that's right. Like, that's a thing. Doing like nothing the most is a thing. thing ever. Um. <laughs> Haley's just glitching out like Mitch McConnell. Like we're really- I am. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, I'm just actually tired. I think that's why I'm buzzing out a little bit. I didn't sleep good. Fair enough. Well, we're almost done. Uh, as for me, I'm looking forward to the same Sunday from Friendlies that I've ordered once, maybe twice every week for the last three weeks. What is it? It's a Sunday from a place called Friendly's. It's just like a it's a chain of ice cream oh, okay. Sunday shop slash yeah. like sit down restaurants. They're they're yeah. sort of like a New England like a fast casual eatery, but um, <laughs> they're like they're they're like an East Coast sort of thing and like a Northeast Coast sort of thing. Uh, anyway, but they've got a Sunday on the menu that I like, and whenever I have a day off from work, and I'm just like, man, I have sort of a sweet tooth. Why can I? We'll oh. treat. Just kidding. I'll order this Sunday. I'm like, well, I don't want to put the driver out. I don't want to put two drivers out. So if I'm going to order a tender, I might as well just order that now, too. (laughs) So it's coming with a side of a bunch of other food. So I'm also looking forward to doing nothing. But my doing nothing is going to include being a big fat fatty. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Mine, too. Nice. Dude, I love that shit. Yeah. No no, no hate involved at all. You know, Mm -mm. lounging around, fucking watching TV, eating food. It's the greatest. Yeah, I'm cutting it early this week. I'm calling it. It's Wednesday and I'm I'm fucking done. <laughs> For real. And on that note, we're gonna fucking roll out of Hell World like that kid in the movie Hook. You know the one. Uh, thank you so much for listening and for supporting the show. You can continue to support the show for free, but even harder by giving us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you have money and you'd like to donate it to the cause, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. There, a donation of $5 or more per month will get you access to 40 or more, emphasis on the or more, hours of bonus content, including all of our series where we dissect Q pop media like Kabbalah and what we do out of shadows in Mule's Errand, uh, plus all the more recent nonsense that Mike Rance has been recording as duos with various guests. Uh, so go ahead and join the crib by donating your money at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics today. Welcome to the crib, our latest beautiful baby, River City Redbird. Looks like a fan of the poker part of poker and politics. Ho oh, ho, what a clever little bon mot from me, El Bass. You know, the, the, the lardy barty. Thank you so much for listening. If you have the money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally get it. We're a few dicks. Don't mind us. You can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org, their organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Thank you, as always, for the use of our intro music for DJ Minimal Effort ahead of the curve on getting off of that social media ting. 
Our buddy Frosty, who delivers all of our bumps, including our voice of Q when we need it, can be found on Twitter. You know, it's called X now, but I'm just still going to call it Twitter. You know the place. At FrostyVO. You can find the show you're listening to now, The Adventures in Hellworld, on Twitter, at Hellworld, with a Q instead of an O. Look at us being so clever. I left that shit behind me. It's in the rear view. We're driving by it. I've thrown my shades on, popped my collar, cruising along a sunset coast. And in my rear view is that hellscape. Thank God. Uh, but, you know, if you want to find some information about Arizona, the greatest state in the United States, you can find Haley, our newest and latest co-host at AZ underscore RWW, I believe. Yeah. And like, I'm mainly using Blue Sky and like Instagram right now because agreed. Fuck Twitter. So. Gotcha. I don't I, I, I don't have cool invites to other places. I do still occasionally post on Twitter. It's just like, can I Mark leave? Mark Zuckerberg hasn't invited me to Instagram yet. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. Or, or you can find uh, Arizona Right Wing Watch on Blue Sky and, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook threads, smoke signals, etc. However you want to transmit information. I'm sure that Haley is there. Uh, and, of course, you can find Mike Rains on Twitter at PokerPolitics. So, for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellwater podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch, and, of course, our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed, patriots!